Hey everyone, and welcome to the Brightness Unleashed podcast, where your hosts, Harry and I, aim to optimize your personal development, boost your productivity, and share some inspiration that will help maximize your potential. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode on the Brightness Unleashed podcast. My name is Harry Haran, joined by Naren. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about this idea of self-control. It's a habit that a lot of people try to work on, but it can be really difficult. And it's all to do with how we're meant to self-discipline our choices, the choices we make every single day, how we are able to control uh, the choices we make and try and, you know, and try and not lean into the distractions that may be, you know, in, in the exterior of the world we live in. More to do with how we make a choice in terms of we want to focus on a particular module or a particular subject or a particular event, and we don't want to feel like we're distracted into another world or another type of uh, group of people, let's say, that may influence us to do something else. We want to talk about how we're able to control our mindset, the decisions we control, limit those distractions. And this is what today's discussion is all about. So let's jump right into it. So Naren, if you can just tell me in your terms, how do you go day to day with, you know, self-control in terms of the decisions you make? How do you sometimes make sure that you stick to that decision and don't fall into the trap of distractions? Yeah, good question. So I think to start off, what what a what a great way to start off is to try and understand what exactly self control really um, is. And so self control is more so a it's a cognitive process, which what which means that it's all about being co- being able to consciously control your desires and wants, or in other words, regulate your emotions, desires, um, impulses, right? And so. It's an important process, an important cognitive process, because in without this sort of self-regulation, um, you're going to f- struggle and you're going to find it extremely difficult to achieve objectives and goals that you um, that you intend to achieve. So, uh, coming back to your question now, having a bit of context with what you know self-control is all about, the way I go about self-control is essentially. I always try to start off by, so I'll use an example, like reading for an example, which I've talked about in the past with reading. um, So how does, so you might be thinking how does self-control tie in with reading? So self-control is, uh, you know, so we've talked about in the past about building habits um, and talking about how you can go about staying committed, uh, et cetera. Um, And so to add a layer to that, you need to develop this idea of, having self-control because in life, as Harry said, you know, you're going to have distractions. You're going to have um, unwanted or unnecessary, um, unhelpful distractions that take you away from what you're supposed to be doing. So when it comes to something like reading, um, I try and remain conscious about uh, the way I kind of avoid distractions and temptations. Um, by keeping my objectives and goals really small. So for reading, um, the the temptation or the distractions are limited because I keep the goal small at the very beginning. So I would only read about five pages. And so to read five pages isn't such a difficult task because 
um, it, yeah, it's only five pages. And so there's not, there's not many distractions that can get in the way within reading five pages. Whereas if you're reading, you know, a chapter, um, there's a tendency, uh, especially if you're someone that is trying to form a new habit, there might be a tendency to get distracted and buy into mm. certain impulses. So that's one way uh, I, I kind of uh, think about self-control in my life uh, through reading. But, um, it, you know, self-control can be applied to basically even small things like, uh, uh, you know, getting getting out of bed on time every single day, right? That's something that you consciously do. And I think uh, it's important to understand that there is this tie or relationship a really strong bond between um, between self-control and habits. And so with something like getting up at the same time every single day and doing that morning routine that most of us have, right? We, and it doesn't have to be so grand, you know, like, oh, I wake up at this time. I general, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you know, you get up, you have, you brush your teeth, you go and have breakfast, um, et cetera, right? That's a, that's a standard routine that a lot of people follow. And so you might think to yourself, well, how do I do that without even thinking twice or without any effort? Mm. It's because you're combining, you've been doing it for so long and you've consciously been aware of um, the environment in which you do it in um, and you've taken note of that. Um, and so it seems like it's been an effortless process when really um, when really it is an effortless process, yeah. even though it might <laughs> seem um, even though it might seem quite complex when I try and explain it here but yeah self-control can yeah can be applied to something as simple as getting out of bed why do you why do you uh why do you resist the temptation to maybe stay in bed longer well it's it's up to everyone um it's, everyone's different in terms of what time you wake up but if you look at the long term or on average what time you wake up uh, most of the time you're waking up um at that 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 same average time so yeah, yeah I think self-control uh plays a part in people's lives more than uh, they, they know of or understand. And so, um, yeah. Yeah. So for this type of, let's say this particular habit in terms of self-control, you talked about, you know, waking up on time and making sure that's like a religious task to do daily. Right. Do you ever think about the progress you make when, you know, making those decisions every day and seeing how much, how disciplined you are in following those particular decisions, or do you try and think about the outcome? in terms of that decision. Like if I do this every day, there's a particular result that's going to happen, whether it's my well-being or a particular goal that I'm able to achieve. Is it more to do with the progress or the outcome that usually you follow? Um, I or maybe both. It, it, yeah, I mean, it's both because it depends on what it is. For something like getting out of bed, it's probably, um, it's probably, I wouldn't say it's progress in my, in my, in my case. It's probably yeah, outcome. Maybe for other examples. Yeah, reading is definitely progress because I've talked about the yeah. idea of in, in a previous episode about building small habits like Atomic Habits, the book. Uh, and yeah. so I've talked about that idea of um, of what James Clear, the author of that book, talks about, which is building small smaller habits that eventually lead to the bigger habits that you want to get to. Um, and so for something like reading, definitely that's progressive more than yeah. outcome driven. Because you know, um, you you start with a small amount, and then you gradually, over time, you try and increase the amount of pages you read and the the the, the way you go about uh, your reading process. So maybe at the yeah. beginning you start off with five pages, and then you you know you go and read an ch entire chapter, and then you start reading a chapter, and it's taking down some notes. So it becomes progressively harder. 
Whereas with, you know, getting out of bed, it's more outcome based and you realize that the more you do it every single day, um, I think, I think, yeah, getting up is uh, more so done, uh, consciously, like all of us are aware of, um, of us. Yeah. All of us are aware of the idea that getting up on time, you know, has its benefits yeah. and you have some so, sort of purpose you're following. Yeah. Well. You have a, you, there is an out, there is some sort of purpose and outcome. Like it, it's not a progressive sort of task. It's more so outcome driven. And, you know, one of the reasons is because, yeah, if you get up earlier, you get to do more things. And so, yeah. um, yeah, I think I you can think apply that's... that particular decision. Like, yeah. So obviously, obviously when you talk about waking up and all, yes, that's more to do with the home task, but then if it's more to do with serious tasks, whether it's at work or a voluntary position, or even just, you know, looking after someone, let's say, like, let's say you're a coach or a mentor or someone, right. And you have a particular, you know, decisions that you have to make for them. And sometimes you have to maybe sacrifice some of the decisions you make today to, attain that outcome for that particular person you know isn't that also to do with self-control as well like how you're able to maybe sacrifice uh let's say self-interest items that benefit you to help maybe someone else and you want to make sure that that person you're helping progresses along the curve so that you know you're benefiting them that's also a way of self-control i feel hmm. interesting yeah. idea i've never thought of it like that yeah. i've just seen self-control hmm. as a individualistic thing something that right um, yeah yeah, there's no, I didn't see any sacrificial ideas in there, but that's interesting. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> the sacrificial idea. It's more to do with like the decision that you sacrifice today. Like, let's say you really want to get on to, to doing something, but then you think about how you have some other goal or some other outcome you really want to achieve, right? For the betterment of someone else. And then knowing that you are a mentor or a life coach or whoever you are, Let's say you are even a, let's say, a, even a doctor, for example, right? Just to keep the example simple, mm. you're there in the field to help other people, right? Um, and it's for the betterment of society. So the decisions you make for other people, right, is what drives you to, you know, work in that field. It's not all about yourself, but also to make sure that your decisions are aligned to other people to help them grow and prosper. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I feel like this self-control is very multifaceted the way we think mm. about self-control. So yeah, very, what you were saying about your home activities, like, you know, doing your bed or waking up on time every day, religiously, that's very important. Also the events that you may have upcoming in the week and things that you need to do today to make sure you get to those events on time or you complete those particular tasks on time. That's another mm. aspect of self-control, I feel, yeah. So like, Narin, yeah. what, what what are some strategies you can give some to some of our listeners in terms of, uh, you know, if there's a particular distraction or there's like a thought in their mind and it's really bugging them, what is something that we can do to limit those thoughts and make sure that we are controlled in the zone we're working in right now? Are there any strategies mm -hmm. or anything you do? Yeah, if you're, if so if it's thoughts that are interrupting your workflow, science has said that probably the best way to mitigate, mitigate the, the impacts of those thoughts on your ability to work, um, to work effectively is to, uh, to surprisingly, not surprisingly, but, um, to meditate basically, I think, um, mm. yeah. especially if it's something that's, you know, something as intangible as thoughts, you know, it's just in your head and you're the only yeah. person that can think about them. Um, I think meditation is a great way to eliminate mm. those distractions because most of the thought distractions that you have 
are based off the ideas of um what are the words i'm looking for so com competitive com comparing yourself to someone else or uh mm -hmm. it, it's it's the thoughts that get uh get um uh, the thoughts that are being produced they're in your quite mind invasive sometimes yeah oh uh, yeah they're extremely invasive and hostile they're more so to yeah. do with um the anger and uh, jealousy and uh hatred all those sort of emotions that that then feed into your thought system and then that of course has an impact on your um ability to work effectively so i think if it's a thought issue right if if, if what's affecting your self-control is um from a thought standpoint i think meditation is a great way um mm. but then it's if it's something that's like, a little bit yeah oh yeah you continue yeah. Yeah, if it's more so to do with um, something tangible, like uh, reading, for an example, I think uh, you know, you know, coming back to the the uh, book by James Clear on Atomic Habits, he, you know, he says that uh, there's a it's usually quite difficult for people to form good habits, um, yeah. and it's quite easy for us to form bad habits, and the reason to that is because uh good habits tend to only have its benefits felt or experienced in the future whereas yep. with bad habits um there the, there's that self-gratification instant self-gratification so if you want to eliminate distractions temptations any impulses you might have with a, a more tangible sort of activity like reading the best way to do it is to start small and gradually build up so I've explained this before yeah. in this episode and a previous episode with reading, but even it can be even attributed to something like exercising, right? You start small um, and you start building a simple habit of just getting up on time and then you progressively uh, or gradually make it a little bit more difficult. So um, you, yeah. you, you, learn, you, you condition your mind, condition the body to mm -hmm. get up on time, right? So let's just say 7 a.m. And then do that for two weeks. Just do that. No exercising. Just make sure you get up on time, condition the mind to get up um, at 7 a.m. Then after two weeks, you add something to it. So the next step might be do do uh, do three exercises without any weights. So maybe some push-ups, um, maybe some dips. I don't know. Whatever, whatever does not use, whatever exercises out there that does not use um, any weights or gym equipment. Right. And do that for two weeks. So now you're, you're building the second habit and eventually you start building these smaller habits that eventually lead to um, the, the yeah. uh, ultimate goal. Right. Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if we can also focus on, let's say, the pile up of tasks, many students, a plethora of students and undergraduates, even graduates who come to this zone of work where there is so much to do, like, you know, the assignments, activities or tasks that need to be done by a certain deadline when they are focused on one task they may have something lurking in their mind where there's something else that needs to be done right and i think it's that sense of guilt that a lot of people even i've experienced that as well where i know there's something else i need to be doing as well but i first need to get this done you know and i'm sure a lot of mm. other students out there or a lot of young people out there can also relate to this particular i would say personal problem as well so i was just wondering like for me, what, I, what has also worked is that when I'm focusing on one task, I always think about the purpose of why I'm doing this task right now. How long am I usually spending on the task? And when do I expect to get this done? And I always keep on journaling. I keep on writing down my progress, right? So I feel like 
when there's a certain task that needs to be done and you know there's a particular purpose that you're trying to achieve, you really need to keep that in mind throughout the duration of that task and not fall into the trap of other tasks that are you know lagging behind or you know there's something else that you need to do. So it's all to do with prioritization and making sure that there's a purpose that you're trying to follow. That's what's helped me a lot. And I write them down. I don't just keep them passively in my mind. I don't know if you do that, mm. but that's something that's really helped me. Yeah, that's a, that's a great strategy. Yeah, I, I don't do that. I probably should do that. And our listeners, maybe you should try that. But uh, yeah, yeah, that sounds that sounds very uh, helpful. That's, that's great. Mm. Yeah, and your meditation, as you're saying, I do meditate yeah. sometimes as well, like after a really long day and doing a lot of work and really need to just relax, have some mm. time alone and just really just mm. think, reflect, reflection. Yeah, right? and that's what I was just yeah. about to say. There's a, it doesn't, yeah, you're not just uh, restricted to meditation if it's a thought issue. Yeah, if it's if it's thoughts that's bothering you, then I think another great option, as Harry mentioned, is journaling, getting those thoughts out, a bit of introspection, a bit of reflection, uh, will teach you a lot about yourself and uh, yeah. where you're going right and where you're going wrong. And um, and you can, Most definitely. you can make amendments from that, which is great. Great strategy. Yeah, 100%. Right? That's why in today's episode, the self-control, and we've been learning this probably as when we were a child, and probably your parents also teach this as well, in terms of the decisions we make every single day. Remember, we have a choice in terms of what we choose to do, and we must make the most out of that choice. But sometimes in life, we meet things that are unexpected. Our life tends to be very nonlinear and there are particular outcomes that, you know, we don't expect them to happen. So how do we face that? And how do we control our thoughts and our emotions and the decisions that we take? So that's why we thought today, Aaron and I, we'd sit down and we talk about this because it's something that's really important to try and fix. And we don't want to, you know, fall into the trap of distractions or things that don't really, you know, resonate with us, but rather manipulate us, which is a big problem. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And it's important to note that I think uh, a lot of our listeners, even us ourselves, we are self-controlled or self-restrained in some of the things that we do, which is great. Yeah. And so that's the upside of this is that you're already doing it, but there are just some things that you might uh, want to apply this concept to, but are difficult to do so. For, for an example, something like exercising, having the self-control to be consistent or having, you know, for yeah. reading, being having the self-control to just pick up a book and read uh, at a given time, right? Those are a little bit more trickier, right? And it all comes down yeah. to the idea of forming habits and understanding that bad habits tend to be easier to form. Good habits tend to be harder to form. So those good habits include things like exercising Definitely. or reading or getting up on time. Those are a lot more difficult to achieve. And so you, because you only see the benefits of it later uh, yeah. in the, in the near term, in the, in the near future. So keep that in mind when you are trying to understand this concept of self-control. Um, and that will benefit you um, a lot. Trying to see the relationship that exists between mm -hmm. habit-forming strategies and self-control strategies. Um, and, and yeah, that, that will be yeah. uh, helpful for the long term. Definitely. Most definitely. And if we can just quickly touch on with the exercising routine that you have been doing for the last few months, Naren. And when we come back to that sacrifice, I know we were talking about before, the sacrificial, sacrificial um, decision-making right? What I was trying to say is that the input that you're putting in every day in the morning or evening for your gym work, right? You're sacrificing your leisure time or you're sacrificing your time to relax because you're putting in the hard yards, right? Mm -hmm. And you're sacrificing that time today 
for you know a, let's say a better outcome for your future you know if it's to increase your muscle mass right and that's what we mean by making a sacrifice in terms of some of the decisions we have to make let's say another example is you know that most typical one you have to go out with your friends or you have a particular um event that's going on right a particular sports match right um but you know in the back of your mind that you're working on something that is really really important but this is a huge distraction that your friends are leaning into right you shouldn't get persuaded by that and really think about how the sacrifice you make for that decision let's say to go to that particular sports match you want to use that time wisely and instead focus on a particular project or task or your own personal goal that you are always wanting to achieve right because you need to always think about the purpose of doing that and then the outcome that you want to achieve that's what really helps drive that decision and limit the distractions i believe yeah mm. self control is very multifaceted as we were saying like it's there's different angles we take so obviously everyone's definition of self control is different and it depends on the person uh but if we talk about as we were saying before that particular example on how we may have something more fun to do more leisure time or like we want to TV show or we want to do something more fun we sometimes have to sacrifice that decision to do something that's more important or more beneficial for you in terms of maybe your investment into education or you're doing something that let's say you're training or upskilling for something right that's more important for your job let's say right and if you put in the work today then tomorrow or your future would be much more brighter because you you know you did the work right you didn't waste time doing something that doesn't really add any particular benefit it's just a short term leisure right it's like something that's very sunk you do it for 2 3 hours but then the next day it didn't provide any benefit right hopefully that makes sense yeah hmm. it's an interesting idea definitely because the reason i'm not fully convinced of it and um yeah the reason i'm not fully convinced is because for me those like people i don't know people want leisure time and they want uh, yeah oh there's certain they times to do it definitely yeah and like i feel yeah. like if you restrict your uh, you know if you if you restrict yourself too much then uh yeah. you kind of just eliminate your leisure time and you're so focused on like everything you do every activity that's considered non pri- uh, non primary right is and is not of pri- is non is nothing of priority becomes extremely regulated if you yeah. know what i mean i mean like yeah, there is a time watching... for leisure time and we try to make sure we we have that time right but i know a lot of people and people that i've talked to in my life they they tend to procrastinate for longer or they delay that longer and do something else right it's for for very long time and it might span from a day to a week and that's something that we need to try and reduce or sacrifice of course leisure time is there we want to prevent burnouts and that's completely fine but we don't want to stretch that out for too long where you're tending to you know procrastinate or delay something because you don't want to do it and a lot of people tend to do that when there's tasks or things that are quite overwhelming and we need to try and break them down in one of our episodes we talked about fragmenting those things writing it down yeah mm, but yeah yep. definitely self control is very very you know multidimensional in terms of how we perceive it and it's something that's really important that you know it's a habit that you need as a child up to you know the, uh you know when you're in a old person right when you're into the elderly bracket and it's something that we all need to try and foster in our lives for the better yeah is there anything else you want to add narin as well or any other insights no i'm i'm more good on my end uh, i think 
it was great, great, great uh, strategies and an overall, um, uh, as you said, multi-faceted uh, concept that we've gone through today, which is self-control. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, then. Excellent. So we'll stop the episode there. And thank you guys for listening and tuning in. We really appreciate that. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast series. We hope you have learned something new from our insights and can use it to help maximize your potential. If you found this to be useful, we would greatly appreciate it if you can share this with others who may be interested and follow us on LinkedIn by typing in Brightness Unleashed in the search bar to stay updated with future content. Thanks and have a great day.